Hello Jean, namaste and welcome to episode number 3, Winning at Life as a Solopreneur in India. I know it has become sort of a tradition that every time a new guest comes around, I am the one who introduces them. But today I have invited a person who I believe my introduction will not do the justice. So without wasting any more time, I introduce you, Mr. Chirag Mehta. All right. Thank you, Ashutosh, for inviting me here. And, uh, you know, let me talk about how this all happened, how I became a you know, solopreneur slash digital consultant slash digipreneur. Uh, so I'm no different than any person, uh, you know, who uses internet or uh, a person who does not use internet, right? So I'm no different than that. Them. The story goes back. Uh, so I'm in early 40s. So let's say, let's rewind a bit in my life. So first of all, uh, right from the days of my schooling, I did not have parental pressure. The people in my era always had parental pressure, plus there was a peer pressure. Then I pick and choose computer science because always fiddling with computers became my interest. And that's how I got entry into, I would say, you know, technology or digital, right? So that's the side which uh, brought me here, I would say. So fiddling with computers, got in computer graduation. Uh, out of all my batchmates, 30 plus batchmates, I was the only guy who opted for MBA. Again, no pressure. It was all my choice, right? And uh, after MBA, or while doing MBA, I got an opportunity to work with world-class ad agencies, right? And that means work as an intern or work as a, let's say, summer intern. So that is right. where the whole thing took off. I really got interested into marketing big time. I picked the marketing and advertising as my specialization during MBA. So I did a project uh, with one of the big agencies here in India. And uh, right from the... I would say my college days, I've got only challenging stuff to work on, right? You know, project about the most taboo subject in India, right? So Is it? band of quantums. Oh, right. So I, right. Yeah, that is what my, I always have accepted because there are no takers for that. And that was one of the things which, you know, any intern wouldn't touch. And I was like more interested. My friend did in O and M and uh, another friend did in HTA. I did in Lintus, right? Right. This was my project. And I have to study the effectiveness of the advertising. So you can just imagine going from person to person asking about uh, you know, the effectiveness of that print ad. I'm talking in 2000s, right? Early 2000s. Right. And this is it's like, something that is really... Yeah, 100 respondents, I have to go and do that. I will literally have to go on street and uh, ask from this age, just take a judgment. Okay, this person belongs to my target audience and do that. Well, uh, interesting part is uh, I did well. And whatever the suggestions I made to that agency on my presentation that were accepted and the client also accepted that they made those changes. Uh, I got to learn a lot in those uh, three to six months time. Uh, I was not paid. That was another funny part. So all this funding was happening. Yeah, I was wow. not paid for at work. And sometimes, you know, life doesn't pay you at that point in time. You will reap results a little later. Couldn't get into advertising, uh, got an off-campus placement with Reliance Industries, 2000s, uh, 
uh, you know the telecom industry was emerging so if you remember find it bucks phone so i was yeah. one of the guys who also sold that on behalf wow. of reliance <laughs> so that was the starting point uh, somehow down the line two years i did not enjoy doing that and uh, i always had this thing in back of my mind that i need to go back to advertising or you know marketing that was my choice sales is not what i always wanted to so few sales job here and there after reliance but finally i got into tech right because the computers always excited me especially troubleshooting computers right. so about the in a small firm that was my let's say my french firm for a few years after that my friend uh, you know pushed me here he more said that you need to move on you are in a comfort zone forever right so we were living like you don't care about money you don't care about anything else in the world this is like you're living a life which shouldn't be what you should accept challenges move on like the way you accept challenges during your mba and all that project work so okay. i got a break in it major and from there i moved to one of the biggest uh you know it uh, i would say big four right so so i worked there in big four and i worked at that three letter and i worked at the one of the biggest operating system company in the world so those things happened uh, yeah i was also moving in a personal front where these two things were very challenging believe me four interviews in one of the companies eight rounds of interview in the other company Whoa. right so i have to sail through all that okay so they right. were yeah it's a well paid position i was an engineer i was well paid well trained right very good but there are few things on my personal uh, side that did not uh, kind of help me uh, you know i wouldn't blame anything but yeah things happen and things happen for good or bad but things happen yeah. so the same things were coming to my mind it was 2010s now i was old enough to have some experience on hand with corporate experience with technology experience so somehow these two things uh kind of put together and uh, my wife started a business for apparels right so my spouse right. so she started a business for apparels and uh, i just wanted to take that online suddenly i felt that this is a thing which can take me to digital and that happened right. so i quit that cushion job in my early 30s and uh, joined her one more friends the three of us started an e-commerce uh it like took me so much time uh, you know because i had to build the uh, infrastructure first of all the getting a website and getting an e-payment gateway and getting a logistics was a pain in those days right right and flipkart was like 2008 uh, the place where i used to live from there was just block away flipkart just started and uh, you know i found many of the people who uh, went and did uh, things for flipkart uh, were also available for example the engineer whom built my site was the same guy who was working off work for flipkart at a later stage right right and the uh, logistics guy who integrated me is the same one who signed for uh, zovi mentra and those zovi was one of the startup again many Correct. things started that point in time so i was also one of them our uh, thing was we were offering uh, women's uh, ethnic apparels so that was the thing where i started and that was the thing i was uh, working on we tried scaling we did everything we can uh, it was bootstrap 
I did try for pre-series and all those kind of funding. It was very relatively new for me. I was not networked. Though yeah. I had started to attend and start networking on startup events and all those entrepreneur platforms, right? All those things mm -hmm. started and started doing it. End of the day, uh, what happened is uh, I had to move on. After giving it a try for one and a half, two years, I have to move on because things were not happening. Like, uh, for example, you invested so much XYZ cash in mm -hmm. Google Ads and that's the kind of exactly, let's say, 5 or 10% is what you get on top of it as a return in terms of revenue and net profit. So that was not True. working out. Yeah. Right? So you invest a lot of time, money, effort, all my, you know, let's say 10 years, uh, whatever fund I could build on my own. So everything was invested in, everything was put in there. A uh, lot of, uh, you know, things which go in there to build something. So one of the things interesting happened is when I was doing it uh, and when I was scouting for vendors or when I was doing it because it is like two or three man team and there are a couple of other people who are helping you in back and stuff and all that but you have to be in the front line to pick things and you know do vendor negotiation like anything in the world it has to be you right so from office yeah. boy to uh, executive chief executive you have to do everything that's what it is there you learn a lot right that's the real life MBA you'll get when you run something on your own and that happens a lot of people came to me asking about how to integrate Gateway, how to do, uh, you know, e-commerce and things like So there, I will offer these things literally for free, all this information for free, because a lot of trial and evolution, I have reached a point where I knew things on my own, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's say how to do social, how to do SEO, because I have a self-thought person. I had to do a lot of experiments to learn these things. So there I got an idea okay, I can kind of, you know, uh, get into this and uh, help people building their digital, not only e-commerce, I can help them doing digital. So I tried working, uh, tried out, you know, applying to many different startups and again, networking with people. But, you know, there were a few takers, there were a few not. Some negotiations didn't go the way it should go. Then... Finally, what I did was started to work for an agency, digital agency, where we have major, major accounts, right? Mm. Big accounts. And I was head of delivering these services. So would you say that this was the, you know, the bridge that will get you back to advertising? Actually, Ashutosh, that was the time I started uh, kind of enjoying that, you know, uh, what do you say? Interjunction of things which I've learned from technology, troubleshooting to fixing somebody's branding <laughs> or, right. you know, working on rebranding somebody's, uh, you know, let's say uh, brand. So on digital, especially where you can do things very fast and all that, right? So I really started to enjoy that role and, uh, you know, I was able to also help people who came in new uh, that point in time in terms of let's say because i had to manage different teams like people came Correct. from design people came for content people came for you know uh, code work code also had the front end and the back end so i somehow had this generalist experience which helped me a lot plus the marketing side of it from my education and from that agency exposure true right so there began my journey as a consultant after working with you know e-commerce after working with you know the agency and uh, now I was out here in the market trying to earn clients 
so it's not easy you uh, i would say he give you sleepless nights if you're trying to be a solo trainer and you know especially your digital consultant today it might be recognized today you might be getting paid for your you know one to one calls or you might be getting paid for webinar and exposing or even doing trainings which also right. right but those back in the days it was very difficult i'm talking about again uh, somewhere in 2013 2014 so very eight seven or eight years like very tough after i quit the agency uh i delivered food for my wife's business and uh, okay. i did that by having an iphone and a car right so that was the funniest part <laughs> quit the agency for these two things that's the thing which i've left with and she said till you get clients let's start a food business and uh, you know dial in food business and um, you know we will do so we had this niche that i just like to add something at this point is that it's really wholesome and you know really supportive and inspirational to see that your wife supported you through this it wasn't that okay you have quit your job it, it was up to you or you know you are not getting clients get back to another job that will be more secure that support must have been really crucial point and a pivotal part of your life yes i am very fortunate to have such a partner in my life like believe me even uh, no offense met or nothing to disrespect anybody's parents so if your parents also don't believe in you you're left with someone who should believe you either it should be a friend or you know partner or someone to back you up and this person uh, you know is there in my life whom uh, you know understood the potential of uh, digital and understood the you know i would say how far i can go in terms of professional so the way i turned from typical it employee into uh, you know solopreneur today is because of her she gave me this opportunity i would say lifeline i would say and uh, believe me the food delivery was doing uh, along with that what i did is i implemented many digital ideas into our business made a scan code a menu uh, made a menu which is downloadable on dropbox and google things like that then many things set up a small site where people can you know come and order we did not have upi even that we do not have upi and all that so Correct. still whatever i could do i did that support was something which i wanted and down the line 6 months i got a one good project right one good project that client is still with me wow that and this was project, how long ago so this was around 2014 2015 between them right that's so amazing quit agency in 2013 and uh, do this food thing with her she's a sales person and she was the one who was finding projects trying to you know build a network and correct uh, get me the connection till i got to a certain level so she pitched for me she did things and i went and presented and got this project and yeah here we go so there my journey started where i did a lot of things uh, again build the team build the whole marketing for them and it was interesting we did uh, plan uh, what do you call it? plan for the markets global markets like london and brussels so right. those were the things which really made you know uh, i would say the profile i have today right so in between also got few more clients so this is what it is the challenge is to you know get the right set of clients 
and the challenge to get the right paying clients i couldn't couldn't agree more to this because um you know you have uh, one major reason that i invited you today is because uh, in 2021 digital marketing is something that has boomed and it's not just today it is something that has started you know it was building up to this point since the prior to the lockdown because after 2020 almost everything went online even marketing efforts everything that we would talk about and everything we knew so besides the offline marketing channels tv is always there tv was never affected by the lockdown in fact it was more uh, it had more pros after the lockdown that there are more people viewing it but digital marketing was something that became the next buzzword any person you know yeah i'm a digital marketing intern i yeah, i'm doing this i'm doing that and it's in digital marketing and as a person who had built a agency a content agency since the 2017 myself i was really confused how to enter this red ocean because if i were to enter something like this i would certainly require one particular edge that i will have over other competitors right because when we are talking about something that everybody else has established and everybody else has already made their name you know it's big enough that why should we come to you so that's when me and sarvesh uh, sat down my partner and we noticed and realized one thing is that a major chunk of the market in india that is not into digital marketing is the small scale businesses the small scale businesses when it comes to retail when it comes to selling cakes or this and that and we went in with that and the another thing that i really liked myself as a marketer was brand management and that is something that i could really relate with you while we were working on our projects right so the projects that we worked on for your clients there was this one particular thing that i really enjoyed was creating a story about that brand when we are because that is something that i believe anyone who uh, has even studied one paper or a lesson of marketing will appreciate is creating a good story about a product and making it something that a person can relate with and actually admire instead of think okay that person is just selling to me so yeah i really relate with you that when we are talking about marketing and you know getting it out there that one client that you uh, recently mentioned that you just need that one client and after that it is a good domino fall that happens and of course that domino will have some kind of speed breakers in the middle where things won't be as smooth sailing as we would like it to be but hey that's how it goes absolutely i uh yeah today's date uh, you know i would say people are making uh, a career out of it and like uh, people are making money in pajamas right so <laughs> that was very different uh, the days we had very true one of the thing uh, you know i like what you said here uh, ashish is that edge right having an edge is very important and uh, you know when you work with for me what happened in my cases i worked with so many different kinds of clients and so many different types of business model b2c b2b uh, branding and proper let's say uh, they, they have like really big budgets right like say right. for advertising itself it is about right. 25k dollars right a month so that is a kind of thing when True. it comes to and when you work with people like world class uh, you know uh, people in motorsport f1 right so they are like really big and uh, it's Correct. not just i would not say it's big in terms of money 
the kind of knowledge you get, uh, kind of exposure you get, and that too you get to work with. I, I'm fortunate to work with many, many people who are grounded. They were, they did not have air about themselves. So True. I learned a lot from them. Uh, believe me, the uh, I would say in my initial, uh, you know, the, what do you call quest to build e-commerce, I've even learned certain bit of. Though I'm a computer science graduate, lost touch with coding, so I had to learn that in HTML, CSS. Right. So yeah, and as you're saying, right. speed breakers were there. It's still there are bumps here and there will appear. You and me know, right? We have worked on a particular yeah. project, so we know <laughs> yeah. what happened and how things. And given the times we have, yeah, it's very challenging to uh, you know stay uh, right and get things done. So all this will happen. But this is part of it. Uh, I'm come to a place where I've done 10 different things in digital, right? And I have never said no to anything except if that, you know, uh, let's say financially, if it was not viable for me to spend time and do things. Right. So uh, to summarize our talk so far, the first major thing that can be taken away from your experience and your path is that be consistent because the path for solopreneur in India or anywhere is a very strugglesome path which does not have immediate results or immediate, you know, when we talk about a startup, there is an immediate time where we know that, okay, the startup is not going to work. But when we are talking about the case of a solopreneur, their career, their startup, which is themselves, is there is equivalent to their life. So there are no immediate cutbacks. Okay. They don't ever realize that, okay, this is it. They have to keep on going unless and until they decide that, okay, this is not something that they want to do. So yeah, first thing that can be learned is be consistent. And the second thing I think that you are, that I want you to bring up now, because I have always learned and seen you talk about it. And I think, uh, it can never be said enough in today's world is that India is a booming tech market, right? But a very major problem in the quality of consumers and the customers, I'm not talking about the quality of service providers, is that they don't understand the quality of the services that they're going to get. Because unless and until the consumers, the customers, the business owners realize that there is a big difference in getting say 1000, 10,000 hits on their website or their platform by shady marketing techniques. That's something that is not going to help them in the long run. And I really want you to, uh, summarize, like, you know, at least give us a glimpse of how you have been leading and changing this particular thing about everyone you come across. Right. So first of all, not only consistency, their persistence, persistent pays off. True. So that's one thing again, True. I'll go back and tell that, uh, you know, my partner, Anu, right? She told that you have to be persistent, keep going. So whatever happens, you know, in terms of outcome, let's not worry about that. Somehow we'll manage to sail through that. So the persistence is a thing which, uh, I somehow am good at coming to what you have asked here. Very, very interesting and very relevant in today's state. Uh, thing is that there are many street smart people out there who will sell services. And I, I, as a business owner can decide to spend little less money irrespective of, you know, what will be the outcome. 
right? Because street smart people will not only sell it, they also promise things which cannot be achieved, right? So what I usually do is in today's date, I do not do this convincing act at all, or I do not pitch, or I don't go far in my pitch. I just tell them this is what the reality is. Right. And if you want to really, you know, come right. to terms with the reality, please accept it, right? Mm-hmm. Or else your choice. I know what is the outcome, but I would Sorry. not like to discuss mm-hmm. with you because I am very much aware about market. And I just tell them one interesting thing, which I've been talking many different times, is that you can buy a great chess kit, right? Or you can buy a great car. But end of the day, do you know how to go about it? If you want to win that game of chess, and especially in digital, you're competing with n number of opponents. You're not just competing with one guy there in the market. Google is open out, and there is million search results for any given, uh, you know, search query. So you're competing with so much there. And if you are gonna, you know, not apply the right strategies on how to, you know, plan your game and win in that game, right? what tactics to be applied given the moves opponent will take because it's a dynamic thing. Digital is a dynamic thing. And that is what probably keeps me interested also, right? So, because as I said, marketing is something, again, dynamic evolving, right? Doesn't stick to and doesn't follow the status quo and always challenges that and keeps going like the madman thing, right? We have seen. Yeah. So that is what I tell them. And I'm not in convincing mode. I've come to a point where I tell them very honestly, this is what will happen and uh, it's up to you. So either you build website for 10,000 or 10 lakh, the outcome, what will be there? Because I've seen it all in the last 10 years. And I can tell you what could be the outcome. One more thing I would say is, I tell them is don't blame this on digital or digital marketing, right? It is all about how you execute it how you plan your strategy, how to go about it. I tell them in plain, simple words, very politely, that this is how this thing works. It's up to you. It couldn't have been said better because when we are talking about taking up projects, right? I recently got, uh, you know, reached out to because someone saw my videos and they were like, they wanted to edit. They wanted me to edit their videos for their forum. And I asked them questions that even they had not asked themselves. So they are a particular agency that who they are, you know, they are a media agency and they want to put their content out. And they were like, okay, why are you asking us all of this? We haven't thought about it. We just want you to edit the video so we can put it up. And I was like, what is the purpose of it though? What is going to come out of it? So that at least I understand how do I edit the videos for you? And that is something I believe the particular thing, that particular attribute that comes is from the fact that we have that way of looking at things from a marketer's point of view. And that is very important because when we are talking marketing uh, in today's state, I would like to be very honest here in today's state, people have boiled down marketing and digital world to something that is, you know, short lived. They don't see the bigger picture that digital world has been evolving and has been in place since a very long time, ever since the internet began advertising and marketing has started evolving digitally as well. And people have been doing this for a very long time. So what we see right now, even though there are a lot of agencies that, you know, make memes. So if you consider a particular uh, consultancy for foreign education, what it does is it makes memes 
for people to come and uh, visit their website. But what is happening is uh, they are the memes, the information that they are putting out through memes is not valid or is not authentic. So people are judging marketing as a whole from those one or two particular examples that people are shady, they just want quick money. So they are using memes or other such viral, go viral stuff, which they can use to later milk money out of. But yeah, there are good and bad both sides to a coin. So I'll just request to all the viewers today is that understand that having the marketer's edge is going to take you forward if you are trying to do anything in life. It may not just be a business or a job. Even if you are a person who works for a company, you have to sell yourself at your interviews. You have to sell yourself to get that promotion. Make sure that you understand the basics of marketing and why it is important in your life. Second that, there's no other thought I have for you, right? So what you said. So yeah, absolutely. This is what uh, this is what we need to be doing as a business and as a business owner. So that concludes our second point. And the third point, I believe, uh, is something that I'm really looking forward to because this is something that I haven't, like, you know, I'm not acquainted with about your side. It's that how has being, you know, uh, the fact that you are a solopreneur changed your personality, changed you as a person, the way you conduct your life. Because uh, on a call recently, this last week, I suppose last weekend, you said that you are feeling guilty when you're not working. And which, <laughs> so that was something that I would really like to know more about that. How has it changed you as a person? How has the solopreneur Charag Mehta changed the husband, the father, the human Charag Mehta. Yeah. I mean, when I said I feel guilty is because, uh, I'm working for clients and, uh, suppose, uh, you know, there's no work on my plate. Then I feel like, okay, I'm not, not doing anything. That was exactly what the context I was referring to, you know, what, uh, we are going through, right? Last six months, uh, it's been very, very challenging, uh, someone or the other in your circle. Uh, he's not, you know, uh, not been affected by COVID. I can't say that, right? Someone or the yeah. other has got affected. So this has happened to me also in my circle. Probably that was the thing which uh, made me to, you know, start focusing on my work more. And uh, I felt that I should definitely, you know, work more and more and became a little workaholic. So pushed myself and uh, look at, whatever is there, try and finish that and deliver to my clients so that, uh, you know, I feel at ease. Probably it was a distraction, I would say, Ashtosh, that uh, I had to, you know, start looking at these things. As a person, believe me, uh, very, uh, I would say, you know, it was like very mechanical life, which I had 10 years back, right? Getting up, going just getting ready, going to office, there's a, uh, you know, vehicle waiting outside to you pick it up and uh, you had a comfortable journey, go there, you work, you have all the things in the world, you have, you know, all the sodas on, you know, what do you call it, in their dispensers, you have yeah. pool table, you have Xbox gaming room, there's so many things going around there and you can just enjoy. I was just thinking about this yesterday. Uh, would that you <laughs> kind of remind me? So I have all this, you have the best 
uh, work environment and uh, you know you have the best of the best infrastructure and all that but somehow that you know uh, does not give you the uh, perspective of real life right yeah. it just limits you and gets to your head that you know you are there in that place and this is what the life is but that's not what the life is that's part of the life you work you uh, you know make some money from there or you gain and gain knowledge over the product or whatever the service you are delivering that's it right and there's no real big thing to it so people you know get that uh, idea that you know i'm working for xyz the moment the badge is taken off you're nothing you know those time period or those days made me realize that there is more to life right there is not just being there on the desk doing your job traveling to office coming back and you know let's say having a you know party or uh, you know taking your family to a great restaurant and that's it so you start realizing there are more things to in life uh, you start reading you start processing things and uh, you go to a different place right so and you start realizing there are many different aspects in life today my uh, what I, as a father i'm trying to do my best my son is interested in gaming his home school i'm putting my best effort to you know help him in uh, you know setting up his gaming station whatever he is just under 10 year old kid so i'm just trying things which are very relevant to the people who are there in my life right i've disconnected from what i was and we uh, looked at how i should be and this is a process this has not happened because one thing i will say relationships are messy and they do not happen just on whatsapp they will not happen ever on facebook they have to happen in the offline world even though i'm a digital guy i'm saying this right, right? so this has to happen in the offline world you spend time and you connect with people you you talk to them and that's how the relation and that is what today people are questioning right when they're saying that work uh, you know we don't have that team uh, thing going team interpersonal skills are affected all this jargons are being used. this is the reason the relations are messy right water cooler talks are not happening yeah. in pool on zoom and all that so relations are messes and i'm to a complete supporter of that right so that is the change right. i can say i don't know if it's because of the age or because of the things which i have gone through that is what it is as a uh, partner or as a father today i'm just trying to you know give back to them uh, whatever the time they had been you know held back or whatever the times i couldn't do anything for them right so that is what it is that's uh, first of all applause to you that's a really amazing you know the summary and i mean the glimpse that you have just given us it's crazy and i believe you must have felt it more than we can imagine like listening to it is a different thing going through it is a different thing i always say that so yes it's really brave of you to tell us and share with us all these things sometimes it gives me goose from what i was 10 years back and what i am like having this two or three computers and you know working with uh, four or five screens and on my desk as a engineer and then suddenly bloop your yeah of course the screens are still there maybe a couple of less screens now but the <laughs> yeah. way you look at it is changed so when you're done with your work you move on you sit with your 
family and spend some time ask your son or you know ask your spouse what are what is up what are they up to with life today and all that I have a special mention my partner or partner in crime or my you know bitter half whatever I can make yes. one of them she is the one and she just stood by me and she said you know what we'll keep going on this uh, let's see I have trust and faith on you I think you can stand out right so that's what it is and that there should be one person to help you true. I will not very, say, very that, say that there is a you know women behind a successful mm-hmm. man and all that but end of the day that should be one person to you know believe in you trust you it could be a friend it could be your parent it could be a partner and it could be anybody else in my case even your teacher or guide coach in my case it was my spouse and it happens to be my spouse till now that's really really amazing charag sir i could ask you first of all once again and i really thank you so very much for sparing our time for this little talk and enlightening all of us with your words of wisdom and sharing with us how you have managed to win at life as a solopreneur in india it was first of all thank you for inviting me yeah so, i'm very happy to be on your honest fabler podcast and this is my podcast debut uh, yeah i'm plating this for a while that when we will do this i'm really happy that uh, you know you added me in the list and uh, yeah the pleasure is uh, all mine sir thank you. you thank you everyone thank you for listening to us that is me jarak solopreneur and ashutosh the honest fabler if you're watching this on youtube please like subscribe and share it with others if you're listening on podcast do not forget to give it a thumbs up and please stay connected on this uh, you know podcast season 2 so that you can get to listen to many interesting stories from many different interesting guests thank you